Welcome back to another episode of the Drunken Ship Podcast, everybody. I'm Brian, and I'm here with... Cyber Calamity. Cyber Calamity, otherwise known as Crockett, and 70, 700 other names. <laughs> the one who is mini. <laughs> the one who is Do you know mini. where I get that from? Do you know where I get the one who is mini? From Legion, I think? From, like, the... I don't, I don't. Where do you get it from? Uh, I get it... Uh, it's a Ghidorah. In King of the Monsters, Ghidorah is, like, known as one known... Uh, the one who is mini. And what? then they, like... Other than, and then they just name him, aka like King Kidora. King Kidora. And then in my, yeah, and then in my logo, I have King Kidora in the top of it. Oh, that. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I never, I never questioned it. I never figured out what it was. I just thought it was. It's cool. fine. I'm about to change it anyway. I'm yeah. on a new logo, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just thought it was cool. Um, yeah. So welcome back, everybody. Drunken Ship Podcast. Today we're going to be kind of taking it kind of chill. We're just going to be talking about Valheim and uh, the new Mortal Kombat movie that just came out um, a little bit ago. Um, which I think that's kind of the first thing that I want to talk about. I want to talk about the first Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, we can um, get into that. Then we can get into our crackhead energy. <laughs> yeah. <crack. laughs> um, but before we do any of that, how what have you been up to, man? We have been. Uh, let's talk about suffers suffer shot. How that went? Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I'm my stomach's still recovering. Mine it's, too. Uh, it's pretty upset. <laughs> uh, I didn't get a hangover like I thought I was going to. I didn't even get I know, drunk. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. think jello shots are strong. I don't think. I don't think they're very strong at all. I was like a little tipsy. That's about it. I I went to a Halloween party years ago and I did like fifteen jello shots and <laughs> it just didn't phase me. Yeah. I don't know if it just takes forever. That the the gelatin needs to dissolve or something, but I don't know. Maybe there's yeah, just not a lot of liquor proportional to the to the thing, or or maybe like it dissolves or like it like dissipates maybe. within like saba. Maybe maybe we should do all vodka instead of water, like water and vodka. Ooh, yeah, everyone get really even ground because there was like a big <laughs> difference between me, you, and Tay because <laughs> like it was like a scale. It was like here's Brian on the Jello shot scale. Yeah, here's me on the fireball. And then here's Tay hey, shooting that hard brown liquor straight to the dome, bro. He was getting <laughs> lit, like out of his mind. Tay was Couldn't, gone. He barely didn't know he was playing. What game he was playing? <laughs> hey, what are you doing right now? <laughs> Tay, are you good? Do you need to, do you need to go to sleep? He's like, he's. How you doing, bud? Where are we at? What game is this? Go to. Go to jackbox.tv and type WTPX and then type in WTPX. In the room code? Mm-hmm. Yep, in the room code. <laughs> type in B-I-G-P-P. <laughs> type in WTX. It's so, nice. It's nice not being having that shoe on my foot. Yeah, that's true. It's nice not being the one that got, got too lit. <laughs> uh, yeah, Software Shot went amazing, man. I was I was really happy. Like I before the stream started, I was like really nervous. We started with 165 subscribers, 165 people, and we ended with 184, uh, which means that we got actually. I think we got to like 186 or 185. Yeah, we got to 186, yeah. and then we lost two for some reason. Um, fu like, fuck this. Yeah, fuck those two people. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, bots, bots. <laughs> yeah, bots, all of them. Um, but Suffer Show was super fun. Uh, Honey, who is in the chat. By the way, this is a live show. So if you see a chat somewhere, that's, you know, when I caught it. Yeah, that's it's a live show. Uh, but Honey, who is in the chat right now, uh, joined us. Kiapu sent over his uh, crew from his Discord. Legion. Uh, 
<laughs> he sent, yeah, he sent out his <laughs> Legion. Uh, Kayla came and joined us. Violet Blue from ASMR and Twitch came and joined us. Uh, Odd Geek from Mo Diversity also joined us. It was just a really good group of people, uh, like a really good, good, really good group of streamers and everything. Oh, Kiapu's live right now. Uh, it was just it was just incredibly fun and dude kayla was destroying us in drawful <laughs> yeah kayla was killing it man <laughs> she came in with just the snipes so and she like, was like quiet too the whole time she was just like, <laughs> <laughs> concentrating <bro. laughs> <laughs> but we had a lot of fun i'm going to announce the winner of the steam card giveaway pretty soon um i just gotta just gotta do it and like set up that random name generator so if you subscribed or if you were subscribed at any point uh in the channel up until Friday, and you are guaranteed to enter the drawing for the Steam card giveaway. And then a postcard that uh, Odd Geek is donating to me as well. So that you can get, you get a poster and a Steam card giveaway, which is a good timing because Resident Evil 8 comes out pretty soon. And uh, I hope that a lot of people are going to buy that. Whoever wins the, the Steam card is probably going to buy Resident Evil 8. <laughs> Maybe that's just me living vicariously through them. Just like, yeah, go, <laughs> yeah. Just go buy it. <laughs> But man, it, it was an incredible, incredible amount of fun. I'm like super proud of how we came together. I mean, our, our views were 10 plus for like three and a half hours. It yeah, was, which is amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. And Kiara and Jeremy and all of the people that showed up to the chat. Uh, thank you all so much. It, it, it was just incredibly, incredibly fun. And I'm really proud of the little community that we have. And we got some new members on the Discord too. So hell yeah for you guys. You guys. Hell yeah. Dude, I'm pretty pissed. I wasn't. I wasn't able to be the imposter when we played Among Us. Me too. <laughs> I, I really wanted to work everybody. <laughs> Tay, Tay was fucking a little too chill as an imposter. It's like first time he's played in like seven months or like a year almost, and Tay just walk over to me, kills me, and then looks at the camera and just goes like, "Yeah, I wonder who did that." <laughs> <laughs> Some people are just too good at the game. Yeah, just have too nonchalant. Tay had a couple of drinks at him, and he was ice cold. <laughs> yeah. no, zero emotion. Hannah's a little too, my, my girlfriend's a little too good at the game. Every time she's an imposter, I die immediately. Yeah. It's like she seeks me out. <laughs> she knows. She knows <laughs> you're going to spot her out. You're going to call her out first. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, Selfish Show was super great. I, I had a great time. It was fun. I'm incredibly proud of, you know, like just the, just the fact that it came together. I was really anxious. I get really anxious or shit like that because when I'm like sort of organizing like the logistics of it, I expect everything to go wrong. And then, like, my computer will explode, and then we just won't have any show or something like that. Um, so, a really good reassurance that it didn't. I'm all, yeah, I'm always anticipating that, like, something won't go the way we want it to go. Yeah. That's why I was, like, hammering down. We had that suffer shot planned for, like, two months straight. <laughs> yeah, it really was, like, like and it was, like, months. every week, I was, like, chipping away everyone. Like, okay, guys, we're going to have this. We're going to have this. Make sure you check this, this, this. Yeah. And it was great. It was great. Really put a fire in my ass to like make sure that it went together. Yeah, because the first time we did it, we did it through Discord, and it was kind of a mess because there was like certain quirks that we didn't know was going to happen. But we had, but doing it through Streamyard, that was like really nice because yeah, was everything just worked really smoothly. And you just send links out, and bam, people would be you know on stream. Delicious, um, man. It was it was super I great. I, I I am I am really happy. I was pleasantly surprised. To the 18 people that subscribed, thank you so much. To everyone that joined the chat, thank you so much. Uh, means the world to us that you guys are dropping your support at us, and uh, we'll keep making good shit for you to watch. On that note, let's make some good shit for, for you to watch right now.
Yeah, let's talk about Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. What is uh what is your experience with uh, the games? I I'm not even I'm not a huge fan of the franchise. I've I've watched the franchise. I've played What was what's the last is it Mortal Kombat 11? The the like the current yeah. one? So I yeah. played 10. I played Mortal Kombat X. Uh the one that came out yeah, like just above it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I played Mortal Kombat X, and I really liked it. But I'm in no, I'm in no like like shape or form a huge fan of the franchise. I don't even really know like the story. I just know that you're like chosen. No one does. Fighters. There's no, the story has been had to been retconned so many times because it's so chaotic. Yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like Mortal Kombat 11 is like the proper story now. Um, you know, like uh, it reboots at nine because that's when like. They did a full on. That's when they started going into like the, because they had a I think Apocalypse or mm-hmm. whatever the or Armageddon. That was the last one. I, I want to say is like 2006 or something yeah. like then. It was and like then one they of the really bad game. games. It was like the last game. People really liked it. It was just like it was supposed to be the end all be all like game where they just had everybody and then the whole world like ends at the end of the game and something. Right. And then they were like, all right, we're done with Mortal Kombat. And then they reboot it, and for nine, and then nine re uh, launched the entire series, and then Copy. nine was kind of like okay, is they're trying to get their footing. People were really into it. Yeah, and but I know that had X- a lot of problems, like in terms of like gameplay mechanics and everything like that. Yeah, nine hundred problem. But when X came out, it was like I remember watching that at E three, and just the like graphic update on it was insane. Oh yeah, that game and was then, incredible. Like, combos and everything still x is probably one of like my one of my favorite like mortal kombat games it's it was incredible and then uh now 11's out and 11's so insane with the details oh yeah. every little thing everything even every like every time like one character meets another character there's always some special little quip that they have with it it's really fascinating so they went like over the edge with like all they just took everything that was good with x and then they just Enhanced everything. Yeah, so uh, the stories are always convoluted. They're very hard (laughs) to follow. Um, Mortal Kombat games don't really make a lot of sense. uh, They really don't. Just because you're supposed to kill your opponent. And, like, like that's really hard to progress a story like that when you're supposed to kill the (laughs) opponent. kill everybody. So there's a lot. It's very super wonky. It's very hard to keep them going unless you have just a ton of expendable characters. Which in video games sometimes that doesn't really make a lot of sense to make because, you know, you that's all that's a whole mod and a whole lot of time just for a wasted character slot. Yeah, that's true. So there yeah, so no one ever really plays story mode. Fighter games, story mode is never really that good. Dude, so, I'm not gonna lie, like like Mortal Kombat X and Injustice, like I really enjoyed playing the story mode to those games. I don't really? know what the fuck happened in Mortal Kombat X. Uh Yeah, I was but... a Shinnok and Cassie Cage. It's like who knows? Like Cassie. Cassie was. Awesome. I like playing the story because like Mortal Kombat. Uh, and and I know we're talking about the movie, but I want to talk about this because I think the movie should have taken a lot more cues from the game. Um. So this is well. Relevant. You can't. Well, you can't talk about the movie without talking about the games first. That's yeah, that's that's also true. But Mortal Kombat ten and eleven like had a really solid like story. Like characters felt important. Like they had. Really good character interactions. I like really, really liked the way that they presented the story in Mortal Kombat X and Mortal Kombat 11. 
and I haven't played Eleven. I've just watched people like play it. Um, but it it seems to be like it seems to be like the rules of the universe are more grounded in X and Eleven than they've been in any other Mortal Kombat game. The characters have like actual stakes. Character introductions are really good, and like there's personality there to be had in the Mortal Kombat games, um, which is something that I haven't seen before. So I I, I really like that about the games themselves. Um, I think the stakes in Eleven is like the most realistic. Like yeah. it, there's actual like you actually have like sympathy for you know characters and stuff. Yeah, and I think that's really important, especially in a series like Mortal Kombat, where like every like it did start out as like just a fun game where people would just murk each other. Um, but I think it's like storytelling got a little bit more important and like a little bit more heavy. Like it, they've definitely like evolved into something where characters have like a legitimate personality, and you can like characters now. And it's it's just it's really cool to see. So yeah, not I I'm not a huge fan of the franchise. I'm like loosely attached to it. I've played it, but I'm not like a nerd about it. Mortal Kombat is actually one of the first games I ever played. Same, same. I, I played it. Sixty four. Sixty four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was Mortal Kombat three. It I was think like so, one yeah. of the, like the first. It was like one of the first like console or arcade cabinets to come to console. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. like I would I would go down to our uh, basement. My brother would be down there. He had like um. It was like a junk room, but he had it like he had certain junk pushed away, and there was a mattress that would just that was just lying on the ground, and this big <laughs> cabinet TV set up, and then on top of it was the sixty four, and we had GoldenEye, Mortal Kombat, Madden, and then there's some other games in there too. Oh, uh, Star Wars Racer. Oh, dude, that shit was awesome. Star Wars Pod Racer. Pod Racer, yeah, yeah, that's um, awesome. And then I remember my brother would just annihilate me on uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. The 64 controller look was, was so bizarre because it just had a stick coming out of the middle and you're like, what do I do with it? It looks this? like a fucking batarang. It, it's, a, it's just they threw a flight stick on that controller just to have it. It's like, well, well, you need it. Yeah, well, there you I, go. Well, I need it. <laughs> um, that is the most, that is probably the, other than the GameCube controller, that's probably one of the most chaotic control, look, chaotic looking controllers. Oh, yeah, yeah. The GameCube controller, I think, is a goddamn legend, legendary controller. People love that controller. Yeah. I do not, I do I not care it so about much. It's like everything is laid out with how much you, listen, whatever. We'll talk about that some other time. The big A button. <laughs> yeah, we, we can talk about, that'd be a good podcast. Like, just, would be. Right, just going over controllers. Um, um, yeah, I used to play Mortal Kombat 64. My brother also used to have it. His 64 was his. And I used to play it when he wasn't home. And I remember the only move that I knew how to consistently do was Liu Kong's flying kick and the uppercut. That was it. That's all I knew in my only, arsenal. <laughs> the only move I remember how to do was getting uppercut into a bed of nails. <laughs> Never learned it. <laughs> It's a fun game, man. I remember. I remember really liking it. Sub Zero was always my favorite. Yeah, he was fucking awesome. You know, Ed uh, Ed Boon, the creator. His favorite character is uh, Scorpion. Scorpion, damn. Yeah, so I don't think Scorpion can ever like really lose. No, Scorpion. Scorpion's always gonna be the the, the big boss. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... uh, and then I like. Yeah. No, oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that. Um, and then after that, I played a Deadly Alliance. Which is like one of the on the Xbox, which is like the first. It was like one of the first time they ever did like 3D oh, arena. I remember. And that, you could yeah. side sidestep and stuff. I played the shit out of that game. Was it good? And Sub Zero was so badass in that game. Nice. And they gave like 
uh, scorpion katanas. They gave him these dual katanas they could use. That game was really fun. It was just super wonky because of the the sidestepping and all. It was yeah. they were trying to do like I guess like sh- a not Street Fighter but um, Tekken. Tekken. They were trying to do yeah. like Tekken esque. Uh, which a lot of people in the series did not like that. Yeah, I mean, that's a super hard, like, gameplay style to pull off. Yeah. Um, arena fighters are difficult to make right. Yeah, so Mortal Kombat as a, as, a, as a franchise, I think it's good. And it's been getting better as a video game franchise as time goes on. I really feel like they're one- NetherRealm is one of the few companies and development studios that, like, really learn from their games. Um, especially like, after Mortal Kombat and Justice came out, it was fantastic. That being said, that does not reflect at all with the quality of this movie. <laughs> well, they've had a long line of they have, they terrible. Had, yeah, they, they have so, had bad. Like, yeah, they, they had the, the, the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie, which is ultimately cheesy, but ultimately really fun to watch. Was that Annihilation? Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation? No, the, Annihilation's the second one. Got you, got you. I haven't seen, I think, I haven't seen any of those. Really there's been three. It. So yeah. there's been the first Mortal Kombat uh, second, which I think is Annihilation, and then there's a third one yeah. that was supposed to be a movie, and then it got made into like a like a TV series or something like that, it, or like just a like ep- episodic or something. Interesting. I never really watched it. Uh, people were really hyping it up. It looked like a YouTube series for me for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, I kept seeing trailers for it back when I was like in high school. I don't know. If it, I never really fully if it knew it that ever actually even came out, and apparently it did, and it had like episodes. Interesting. But it was, it had like jacks and uh, reptile and stuff, and it was super realistic. Okay. I think, ugh, fuck. Morgan Mummies. Like, I'm not watching Morgan Mummies. Morgan was in it too, and he was like a botched like surgeon or something. <laughs> and then he like had plastic surgery to have like the blades coming out of his arm. It was super, they took a real, a super realistic approach to it and stuff. Okay. But let's get into the, the, the current movie that just came out, which. Is a Warner Brothers, um, I guess, reboot of the series, which isn't actually like Mortal Kombat. It is a prequel to build up to Mortal Kombat, which I, I feel like they should have called it something else. Well, they they couldn't have without like really, you know, like not associating it to the franchise, you know. Mortal Kombat: The First Strike. <laughs> yeah, something like something, yeah, like, something that. like that. Something you know cheesy. It but, is. It no, is. I. So I I absolutely like did not like the movie whatsoever. Um, I think the movie was just okay. I can't say that I didn't like it. This is where the movie gets complicated for me because I I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. It was just such a such a fucking like meh feeling coming out from that movie. Like I watched it and I just like wasn't particularly excited about anything that was happening on screen, which is kind of sad for a Mortal Kombat movie because everything in that game is so cool and like deserves like a like a Van Halen guitar riff you know like yeah. <laughs> everything is like and then like nothing cool <laughs> happened in the movie it's supposed to be like super overly dramatic yeah and so the, the plot of the movie is that it, according to IMDb is MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high stakes battle for the universe Two things. One, he didn't seek out anybody. Everybody found him. <laughs> yeah, it was like Jax. Jax yeah. and Sonya. Jax found him and he sent them to Sonya 
and then the Raiden, Raiden found him. That's about it. That's like what happened. No, you had it the first time, Raiden. Raiden. Okay. So, so which Cole, you... my man, my man played. I which I, I'm, what's his blinking on his name. It or he's Orizawa from Godzilla. Oh, I love Ta- that guy. Tadanabu Asana. Yeah, yeah he, he's such sick. a. I love him. He is is he was honestly the best part of the movie for me. He was a weird Raiden, though. Weird choice. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about the movie. Also, I have a theory. I have a theory, by the way. I just want to uh, push back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how, like I said, like Ed Boon is like, he loves Scorpion and stuff? Yeah. I am fairly certain that they model Raiden's face, at least in 10, after Ed Boon's face. Really? <laughs> if you play 10 and you look at Ed Boon and you compare him to Raiden, they look identical. It's like they have the same super bushy eyebrows and the same facial structure and in, in, in 11 i think they changed it but i swear to god i think ed boone is rated in mortal kombat 10 X. yeah and yeah and 10 that's really i just wanted funny. to put that out there i completely forgot about that but i was like it looks just like ed boone that's so funny um i look at Ed boone ed boone does not look like what i thought he looked like that's hilarious yeah super bushy he's i think he's like a very like He's a fun, very fun-loving guy, but it's just so weird that he like reigns over this like violent, yeah. the most bloodiest video game ever. Um, um, so back to, back to the movie. I the movie is Mortal Kombat 2021. It's just entirely a movie full of weird choices. You know, like like from the plot of the movie to the cast of the characters to like just everything that happens in the movie feels like it was a weird choice to do. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Like it, it just, it feels like they should have thought it out a little bit more before they make a lot of, uh, of those weird choices. And like my biggest problem with it comes from, comes from the fact that we were set up the mo- the first seven minutes of the movie, which is, I think my favorite part of the movie um, starts with, and that's what, that's what everyone said too. Is like the first part. Yeah. Cause it starts with like Hanzo Hasashi, uh, who is played? Who plays him? I keep forgetting his name. Um, da, 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 Hanzo, Hanzo, Hanzo. Uh, Hiroyuki Sanada. So uh, the actor that plays him is phenomenal. I love that guy. I've seen him in a couple of other things. I think he's great. Uh, the first seven minutes of the movie were the best part uh, because it's you set up the story, and this is what I thought was going to be. I thought the movie was going to be a story about uh, Sub Zero Bihan killing Scorpion's clan. And then Scorpion going through like some sort of trial or some type of Mortal Kombat, something in hell. And then coming back and then kicking, kicking Bihan's ass. See, that would have been such a better movie. But they're following more of the Mortal Kombat 9 through 11 story. Which is like, they explain how like, you know, who Bihan is, who Hanzo right. was prior to them becoming Sub-Zero and Scorpion. And then, then they get in, they can get into like that. The Scorpion that kills Sub-Zero was not the original. Yeah. It was like, another it, dude. like I said, like it's so complex and over It's Com- It's convoluted. just convoluted as hell. It's kind of very hard to like follow, <laughs> but it's fucking ridiculous. But that's, because... but that's what they're going for. But that would have been a better movie. Cause it would like have set something up like Mortal just Kombat. like if they would have just said it in um, feudal Japan, yeah, and just had it like just Sub Zero, like just Bihan and Hanzo duking it out prior, that would have made a lot more sense <laughs> than what the movie that we got. It would, it would have I also look, made look, a lot a lot more sense for those characters because those two characters are kind of like the iconic people of the franchise. 
Sub-Zero versus Scorpion. Like, that's always, like, kind of, like, what you think of when you think Mortal Kombat. So not only would it have made more sense to have a movie focus on those two for the first bit and then introduce Mortal Kombat as a concept and make kind of, like, a mini sim- cinematic universe out of it, you know? Um, where, like, like it could have... Oh, it could have been, like, so much better. We could have had, like, a movie for, like, every character that was, like, of importance and sort of, like, reboot the franchise that way. And that would have been fantastic. Um, I think but, that... Uh, I don't know about that. I, I think, it, I I would think have liked, like, a lot of those movies. characters can't stand on their own. I would have liked... Uh, I would like I would like three movies out of this franchise. And the first one would have been Scorpio versus Sub-Zero. Uh, like, that whole situation, watching Scorpio, like, hunt down Bihan and have that be a revenge story that was set up in the first seven minutes of the movie. I'm going to talk more a little bit more about that. But I would have loved that. And then I, will, I would have loved a movie uh, about Johnny Cage... Uh, which I think Ryan Reynolds would be a great Johnny Cage. Well, and, wait, before you get into that, yeah. this is supposed to be like a like a three-part movie or something because this is this movie was just, this movie's not Mortal Kombat and is why I would have said like they should have called it like Mortal Kombat First Strike or something. Right. Because it's a setup for the actual Mortal Kombat. For the actual Mortal so, Kombat, which is another weird yeah. choice to begin with. Cuz like it's let me get my thoughts together on this thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, go ahead. Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2021 is a movie full of bad setups and bad payoffs. So, like, the first seven minutes of the movie sets you up for a revenge story. It shows you the story of Sub-Zero and Bihan, but it doesn't really explain to you what's happening between them. It just tells you that Sub-Zero uh, kills Scorpion's family and Scorpion dies, Right. Right. So not only like you have to be kind of a fan to already know what the backstory there is, which is not welcome to newcomers. So that's that's already the first bad choice. So then we get seven minutes and we get we get set up in terms of structure for this revenge story between Scorpion and Sub Zero, and then that gets thrown away, and then we get this uh, chosen one prophecy narrative with Cole Young, who I thought was going to be a second Scorpio. But instead, became the bronze kneecap from like fairly odd parents. All right, I gotta, I gotta correct you here. It's, yeah. it's scorpion. It's corp. It's a. You're right. It scorpion. is scorpion. It is scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, spoilers. It's been like a week. There we go. Hey, monkey, how you doing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wanted this. Actually, I meant to say that at the beginning of this. Is like this is gonna t- definitely be spoilers. But I, I think this beat Godzilla versus Kong on like the viewing scale. So there it's very little that someone hasn't seen this movie apparently. Yeah, and 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 okay. And so so we go into that it set up it sets up this fucking revenge story with Scorpion. Uh doesn't go anywhere with it. Absolutely drops it. 7 like 9 minutes into the film just books that and then does nothing with it for like an hour. And then we go we follow Ko Young and he's trying to get he's like down on his luck like i don't know what the fuck like he's got a family he's an mma fighter that like just kind of sucks at fighting wait so me and adrian had a joke about this (laughs) we thought that was his mom (laughs) like it was so bizarre how they had that set up so like the way they don't really introduce the lady so obviously that's either his little sister or his daughter yeah and you're like you're trying to figure out okay is that his daughter or his she was like half Asian, so I was like, okay, that's probably his daughter. Yeah. And then they had an older, way older woman. <laughs> that was then, his partner, or I thought I thought it was his girlfriend. Yeah. So I was, I was like, okay, I thought it was his mom at first. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's because like oh, I don't watch his fights. I'm like, oh, okay, that's his mom. She don't want to watch him. Right. 
laughs. I and then like when they're at the burger shop or whatever, they kiss, and I'm like, what? I'm like, wait, 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 wait. that's his girlfriend. I'm like, all right, please establish that for you. Yeah, like, I was under the impression. I was really under the impression that was his mom. Make so it a little bit real, more. I was like, what is happening? Hold on. So, so there's a like a lot of there's not a lot of great. I don't know explanation on a lot of a lot of stuff that's happening. The movie just doesn't tell you, you a goddamn know. thing. Yeah, the movie doesn't tell you a goddamn thing that you need to know as an audience member. It just kind of throws you into this loosely tied together plot and expects you to keep up with it. But it does like it's just like <sighs> okay, so it's it's campy. We follow Ko Young for like this X amount of time before any fight happens. Before any fight happens, we follow Ko Young for like fifteen minutes. Nothing happens, and then suddenly he loses a fight, first of all, which is not a great introduction. Um, he loses a fight, and then Sub-Zero comes after them. After, like, maybe, like, a couple of clips I don't know from... if it's I don't know if this is, like, lazy writing or yeah. just... But, like, they're, like, they're gonna show him, like, losing something. They're gonna show him he's lacking something. Yeah. So, in the end, that he wins a fight, it's the last of it. Yeah, like... But that seems lazy writing, or because I could figure that out. It I'm not no, a writer. It's not lazy writing. They just did it very poorly. Because when you do that as a, as, as a writer, that first fight that he loses has to have some significance, right? So the, in order for that to work, the first fight that he had to lose would have had to be a fight with Sub-Zero. And then he would have had to redeem himself in a final fight against Sub-Zero again in order for that to work. But because of some random MMA fucking dude that nobody knows anything about and we never see again for the rest of the movie, he's just he just looks like a shit fighter. Like he just looks like it should have made him look like Sub Zero. Like put him in blue trunks. Like something like, it, like that. Mister Cool Eyes across his chest. Yeah, something. <laughs> if, if anyone understands that joke, I applaud you. <laughs> I Do you know no who Mister Cool Eyes is? No idea. There's a there's a it's an old meme where this dude had all these tattoos of Mr. Cool Eyes all across and down his body. Oh, God, I do see that now. It's super old. It, it, my, my age is showing. <laughs> so, like, not only did they set up the beginning, the beginning of the movie was set up poorly, Cole's arc was also set up poorly because we don't know what he's got to lose in this fight. We don't know why he's the Shoso one other than the fact that he's the kid from Hanzo in Japan and... But he's not also his kid. It's like a, like a super late descendant of that family that raided and rescued because he knew that he was the chosen one, I guess. And so then Sub-Zero comes after him and then he gets rescued by Jax. Oh, can I also say, like, yeah. it was super weird. I, for, like, that, like, almost, like, half the movie, I thought that I was really under the impression that he was Sub or uh, Scorpion's son. Yeah. And then... Because they never show, but it's actually his great grandmother. Like, he is like the descendant. Yeah, he's of, like a 4,000 year old descendant. Yeah. They really should have shown, like, her, or like, growing up and stuff, and then passing on that bloodline yeah. to Cole. Because they never explain how Cole just randomly doesn't grow up in that the, the sacred temple and then get dropped off. Because yeah. all they ever say that he was an orphan. They should have, why would, Ray, but like, it makes no sense with like why Raiden didn't, it, they never show Raiden like leaving him and why he would leave him as an orphan to l grow up in a human world. It makes, yeah. it makes literal no sense. It it's so confusing. Absolutely no sense in that regard. I totally agree because Raiden rescued him and Raiden knew that he was like the prophecy kid. 
There's a reason he rescued him. And then he's got that Mortal Kombat mark bullshit. It's like a birthmark. And nobody yeah. questioned that? Nobody questioned a dragon-shaped birthmark? I don't know where. Like, just that detailed? I, I, I give him some leeway. They'd be like, oh, ah, it's a dragon. What the fuck? Yeah, whatever. whatever. It's weird. Um, but, like, the, the, this is two movies in one. They try to jam two movies into one, and it did not work. It did not work. We should have either seen Cole's entire story and have it be a prophecy, chosen one narrative. I, yeah, exactly. I think it should have been, like, just straight on Cole because, like, this thing, the, the thing with Sub-Zero and Bihan at the beginning, or Sub-Zero, uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion at yeah. the beginning, I think that that was a really cool idea, but they should have really just left that and let it go and just yeah. focus on Cole because that only agree. confused. That really only, like added to the confusion yeah and so why is Bihan the same sub-zero but now we're fighting like four thousand years old from fucking cole it's just like it just messes up the narrative and like cole has no beef with Bihan. cole has no idea until Bihan threatened his family right that's like when cole has beef with him so it's like a stupid yeah. revenge story so it should have just been cole from the beginning trying to figure out how to you know, like finding out his powers, finding out that he's being hunted because he's the chosen one to do this. Uh, or it should have been a revenge story between Bihan and, and Scorpion. That That's really that's really what the movie should have been. It's two movies in one. And the movies, the first movie is split in half by an hour of the second movie. And then the second movie tries to like messily conclude everything by like having Scorpion, Scorpion and Cole fight together in a scene where nobody speaks the same language. They have no way of communicating and they seem to magically understand each other through like the magic of their ancestors. And like, it's like Scorpion all the time was like saying, Hey, free me, like, let me fight. But like, why did Cole have to release him from hell when he controls hell? You know, like you see what I'm saying? By, by the end of this, I was hammer drunk <laughs> and I could, so I, I should have a disclaimer. I was I had been drinking heavily watching this film. Yeah. And by the end of it, I was gone. I was <laughs> vibrating. My my brain was vibrating. But I could still tell th even through that the movie was not good. Like the plot was I could not follow. And like the thing is that like the movie, the plot of the movie was so messy and convoluted that it really hindered any of the positive things that the movie had. Um, and it's it's all a matter of like. The thing that went wrong with the Mortal Kombat movie was the tone of the movie was wrong. It tried to be campy, but it tried to be true dramatic at the same time. So, like, the movie was fighting with itself. You know, like, you can't be campy. Yeah, I, when, when someone said it was trying to be campy, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because I was getting the vibes of it. it was like, oh, it's trying to be, like, serious through yeah. the entire film of it. And when I was like, okay, they're just making really, like, they're trying to make a lot of references to the old series by everything I, I i just never picked up the vibes i was trying to get it was trying to be campy but until someone said it and then i'm like oh yeah. that makes sense now but but that's why the movie kind of falls on its own like it's on its own tone because it's trying to be campy with everything that's happening with cole but it set it, it set itself up as being really serious by everything that was happening with uh scorpion and so the movie looks like it's trying to be serious and looks like it's trying to be dramatic but all the comedy and all the jokes and dialogue make it feel like it's trying to be really campy. 
And so none of them fall in place. So all we're left with is like this movie that's like trying too hard to be something, never quite getting there and kind of falling off as being kind of cringy in that regard. And that kind of sucks because I like a lot of what the movie was trying to do in its campiness. You know, like a lot of people criticize the, the, the times where like Kano rips Reptile's heart out and he goes, Kano wins or whatever the fuck, like that, that, yeah. those kind of moments. The movie, the people try to criticize those, but I think that the movie, if it had the opportunity to be campier, that would have been fantastic because it would have introduced a lot of fun of the Mortal Kombat series into the movie. And it didn't work because it looks, it's flatly lit. It's not very dramatically lit. Um, so everything kind of looks the same no matter the location. Um, everything is just kind of flat. And it doesn't look like it's trying to be anything campy or have fun with itself. Other than introducing this weird dialogue that feels overacted and unrealistic when it comes to like the way that these characters inter interact. Like Sonya felt really not Sonya Bladish to me, you know? Like Yeah. Like like Sonya she... didn't feel like Sonya Blade. Jax did Jax was the one that felt the most like Jax. Um but it's like I don't know. They just really they swung too hard into one direction and then they try to correct it, but they couldn't. They just really could not correct it. So all you're left is a movie that is tonally inconsistent. The dialogue is contrived and None of the characters really feel like characters from the Mortal Kombat franchise. They did get one thing right. They did get like character design, mm -hmm. and uh, so like um, oh no, well now it eludes me. Uh, Cabal. Cabal was yeah, Cabal, Cabal looked fucking sick. Yeah, Cabal. His like the costume design for Cabal was amazing. Cabal acted just like Cabal would. Mm -hmm. So I think I think they nailed a lot of things like that. Yeah. They so I think where the the movie definitely falls short in in the plot writing. Yeah, and I think it's because they just couldn't make their mind up on what kind of direction they wanted to go with. Yeah, they didn't really know what basis they were wanting to start with. They didn't know if they wanted to do a serious tone base or they wanted to go with a campy base. And then you got a weird mix where it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. And you have a lot of audience, uh, a lot of audience members confused like me. I thought it was serious. And then other people are like, no, I get it. It's campy. Yeah. Um, cause they have a lot of, in they have a lot of phrases injected, like a lot of things from like the pop culture version of it. And then the games are really injected into the movie. And, but it's a serious tone of a movie. So it makes, it just comes off weird. It doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't fall. Yeah. It comes off cringy. Because when you try to inject something like fatality into something serious, you look like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoever says it yeah. looks like an asshole. It's like, it's, like, um, it's like when something's going good mm -hmm. and there's something, you won't notice everything that's good. But right. if something is bad, you, it will stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, it will kind of jump at you. And so I, yeah. I really like, I like the, I like the couple of really good, I liked a lot of good things about the movie. Like the character design was really solid. The production design on the sets felt really good as well. Like the location and where everything happened looked really good. But it doesn't help the movie because the movie is so fundamentally broken in a structural sense that everything that happens just feels like a jumbled mess. And 
it's just boring. It's a boring did, Mortal Kombat movie. Did the did the second end of the movie feel like it just like half half baked to you? It, yeah, it just felt like it happened because I like, like there, was, there was I feel like there was momentum building. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of stops at the temple, and then that's it. I feel like we should have had another whole nother like location shot and in a ring other than I feel like the movie just jams up right at the temple. Yeah, the movie really did just who's calling me? Oh, that's my mom. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> the movie really just stopped at the temple. And I think it were I think that they were building to can kind of like do a training montage and then be at Mortal Kombat. That's yeah, what I thought was going to happen. They were building it there was momentum building up once they got to the temple and then Kano turns and then it just, the movie just, the momentum of it just train wrecks and yes. it stopped completely. And then they just have a fight at the temple and you're like, well, the way, the way they were going with the rest of the film, they're like location, build up, location, build up, location, build up. I felt like they should have busted out the temple, had like some circular ring or some kind of pit or something. Something that looked more they, like the game that you can call back visually to the game. Right. Which I get it, like, this is supposed to be the first of, like, this isn't actually Mortal Kombat. This is, like, a basis for the actual tournament that's coming up. Right. And they should have built this movie with, like, lead-up or, like, there's a tournament coming. They should have had, like, this should have been the Affinity War to Endgame. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I in a sense, like, with, like, how those movies were built up and in what way. There should have been, there was none of that. It would just ate shit right at the end and then... And then the movie just ends. Yeah, it really does. Granted, just end. granted, the movie does end with like at the MMA Frozen Sub Zero thing, yeah. which I'm uh, that I forgot about. But the last shot of the movie is literally Raiden saying, "We need to get every other fighter because we have a tournament," and then the movie fucking ends. <laughs> which, why, why I keep saying like the movie shouldn't be called Mortal Kombat. It should be like First Strike yeah. or Mortal Kombat, like or MK, and then. You know, MK the first strike the begin, or whatever the beginning hell. or something to like allude to you that this is a beginning of a franchise. You can't just call it Mortal Kombat and then there was like almost like no Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it, it yeah. sounds like I'm a crackhead, but like that's what exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like that's the best way I can explain it. And so, and it would have worked. It would have also worked if we would have taken the narrative solely from Cole's perspective and then lead that into the next Mortal Kombat where we would have dealt with more of like, what is Mortal Kombat? What are the gods think about Mortal Kombat? Why is Bihan here? And we would have dove into a little bit more character into that later on in the in the second movie, when Mortal Kombat becomes a much more like big part of the, of the series. But because this is literally just characters talking to each other for an hour and a half, and then punching each other for an hour, and then a half hour of them killing the bad guys. That is it. I feel like they wasn't confident in this movie doing well or something. Like I think they, what... they would they were scared to take a risk and they had to put look, if this so this movie was made before the pandemic. Yeah. It makes sense on how they had to have this portrayed. You yeah. have to have Scorpion, you have to have Sub Zero in there because people aren't gonna go watch a Mortal Kombat movie without their seeing their favorite characters. Yeah. I get that. They did not have confidence in the movie. This could have been a good movie yeah. if you just let the writers actually write out, you know, from a, a basis of just a new character. So Cole, that's why this movie still feel. I feel like that's why they like try to shove in 
that random shit with Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Yeah. That makes sense, but probably for some lead up into like a second movie or something like that or better, you know, congested in there. Yeah. I get it. They they shove that in there just for the sake of getting you to go to the theater to watch it, which didn't happen because COVID and now you're watching it at home. This movie did well regardless. You know what would have been a much better ending? They they leave the beginning of the movie the first time. Like the first seven minutes, keep the Hansel and, subs and Scorpion thing. And then yeah. at the end of the movie, after Cole fights the baddie or whatever, have uh, Scorpion appear in front of Sub-Zero and then stab him in the shoulder and say, get over here. And then the movie ends. Like that would have been <laughs> to set you up for the revenge story. Didn't, you know? didn't, didn't Scorpion did show up though, right? He end? did show up at the end, but he fought with Cole. What I'm saying is that Cole, they should have, they should have taken Shan's song out of the, the, the temple right they should have just won that fight by themselves and then the movie should have ended at sub-zero up showing up and about to fight bihan and then we should have ended the movie and then just prepped that up for the second part of the film yeah that would have been a much better ending and and, and like this movie okay let me celebrate the movie for the things that it did right the 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 production design of the movie is incredible i bought all of the all of those locations it looked good visually it looked pretty good it wasn't interestingly lit. It wasn't like doing anything crazy with the fight scenes. There were a lot of cuts, a lot of close-ups when hits were landing, which leads me to believe that the choreography of the movie is not very good because they're covering their mistakes with the cuts. You know, I would have loved to see a Mortal Kombat movie with the same choreography quality as like a John Wick movie, you know? Like we Yeah, long drawn out like yep. fight scenes. And I know that it's really hard because you got a lot of like really composition heavy shots in in the movie but if really if you were to give us like one minute of fight scenes that were just that like really long drawn that really i don't know long, i feel like thing. they could have got away with that too honestly they could have gotten away with just because their costume design department was actually doing like even with cabal's eyes wasn't even cgi those were yeah. lights in his head and stuff they could have got away they, i think a lot of like they had a i could i'm they could have got away with a lot of like light composition, yeah. Just like maybe like smoke effects, particle effects coming off of them or something. Mm -hmm. They didn't need to necessarily go heavy; just have a little bit more budget in the costume design, and then they could have really drawn out, nice choreographed fight, fight scenes. scenes yeah. Which that's your whole premise for Mortal Kombat is to have a fight. Absolutely, and of yeah. course. Like, yeah, so I think they really they could have got like John Wick or you know. Something like Atomic Legit. Blonde, where like all the action happens in a long white lens, and then we just really close for the dramatic moments. That would have made the fight scenes look really. Give me, bad. give me like a Daredevil hallway scene, an old yeah. boy hallway yeah. scene. Give me something just long drawn out and like hardcore, because like you could and they couldn't got away with like less fights. It yeah. Just like they just did three main fights, but they were just really good fights. I think they could have really hammered home. Something like that. I absolutely agree with you. I think that would have been the route that I was thinking because that's the route that the movie wanted to take. I can see by the beginning of the movie that the movie wanted to take that serious, sort of more grounded approach. But then there was probably some studio interference that said, no, you're going to make this more campy and funny. That's that's why I'm saying like with the, the whole like Sub-Zero and Scorpion thing, mm -hmm. that was definitely, inter that was injected in after they wrote wrote the script yeah absolutely you can tell that you can tell that this movie there's like weird beats to the movie where it doesn't really make sense with the line of the movie because yeah. cole is obviously the main character 
but there's weird blob like think of a through line just a straight line yeah and then the, there's this blood clots in yeah. weird interjections and it's where the direct it's where the studios like come in and injected plot points and shit to make you go watch the movie yeah to make it offbeat movies are really good when you would imagine like so immortal so imagine like a mortal Kombat movie without you know the main characters yeah it's just based in that world that can be good but no one would go watch it because why would they fucking care right if they're, they're not if, watching their, you know they're if not they're not the really into it like you, they're trying to get butts in the seat they're trying to get your attention because you wouldn't go watch it with that you're like where the fuck is like to the average viewer right us on the other hand we're we're we know this series we yeah. know and so we would trust to go in and see it so that's the issue it's like you, you if it's not a well-known um title then yeah. you know there it's not going to do well because people don't give a shit but like the let's say the example for like the marvel movies people saw in game because there was six thousand movies already <laughs> explained everything and yep. then they had room so in game is so good or not in game but affinity war is so good because thanos it the movie is not even about like the avengers it's about thanos the story yeah. which is why it's better than in game because they had room they had a massive amount of room to make an, a unique story. Yeah, yeah, no, and I it, totally and agree. This is why. This is why movies eat shit, and why we have to trust, like these writers, to actually make something good. If it's not, I'm I'm just rambling. And no, I, no, you're I good. You're we good. can just move on. <laughs> but the, it's just a pet peeve. I'm just like, just let people express and let people do weird and new creative ideas, please stop making just reboots of shit and just make something new and organic. Yeah. Like we could have had an, uh, we could have had a good Mortal Kombat movie, but the studio just, people don't want to lose money. They yeah. don't want to take risks. There's no risk involved. And that's re that's really what it boils down to. I think the movie had a lot, uh, had a lot of potential. The fights had a lot of potential. I love every shot that had a, like a really VFX heavy element, like a fatality. Like Kung Lao using the hat and Jax losing his arms and you know like all of those kind of shots and or Cassie oh, killing Mylena to uh, to the game yeah and they were fantastic those shots were genuinely really good we just one didn't have very many of them and two didn't have the appropriate setup for them so everything just felt kind of a little undeserved that being said I don't think the movie is like disgustingly bad I think it's like a four out of ten uh, because it is an easy to watch blockbuster that has some fight scenes that are kind of exciting you know you say it said bloodbuster because that's a really good that's said, a really good phrase for it i said blockbuster but bloodbuster blood blood yeah. is so much better yeah it was, <laughs> that would have been a good like ugly trailer like the bloodbuster of the summer that would have been really good I, and i would have loved the party. campiness of that that would have been great um but yeah, the movie's just weighed down by its own insecurity. The movie is bad because it didn't know, it wasn't confident in what it wanted to be. And that kind of sucks because I, 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 I think it would have been a really good... It's getting into Valheim, bro. Yeah, let, let's talk a little bit about... God, my... This is what I hate about shooting in, like, at 6 p.m. My light just changes so much throughout the fucking... Oh, yeah, you're getting that sundown uh, effect. I'm getting dark, boy. Let me bring myself... Um, yeah, let's talk Valheim, man. I've been fucking loving Valheim. I've been uh, straight addicted. So, it, just a little context on what we're uh, 
while we're talking about Valheim is um, so we, like the drug ship discord, you probably have seen or heard about it by now. If you're listening to this episode and you're not new, uh, we, but if you're not familiar with that, uh, we have a drunken ship discord. Um, we also have, we have like a certain chat in there called Valheim and there's a big group of us from the discord that all play Valheim together. And it has been so much fun to have this a massive group of people to play that game together. It is so good. And for anyone that doesn't know what Valheim is, first of all, get it. It's twenty bucks in Steam, and then second of all, it is a it's a Mikey is a Viking Minecraft. That's the best way to put it. It's just Viking Minecraft, and I just love everything about that game. Iron Gate is doing such a good job at just giving you like little tidbits of like exploration and like building shit the building mechanics are so solid ah so good i didn't think that i would be like addicted to it as i was but i think i've played every single night for like at least three hours in the last like, the two last weeks. well if you can tell i look like a freaking crackhead right now because yeah. the last two days so yesterday and today i have probably put in maybe like 32 hours <laughs> <laughs> just like nonstop, it's all day. I've spent my entire weekend maybe doing a little cleaning, and then just playing Valheim. Just Valheiming it I, up. I cannot stop playing because I was playing a little bit before, and if you watch some of my streams, they're uh, a little bit slower yeah. because when you're by yourself, it's very hard to progress. There's, 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 the game is in pretty much alpha right now. Yeah. But there's so much, so much that you. You don't even you. There's no way you could see all of it by yourself. Probably it yeah. would take you, like maybe 50, 70 hours to get to like where we are at now within like a week with just like a group of like ten people, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but dude, I can't stop. I can't put it down. It's so much fun. <laughs> there's there the mechanics of building of the game is amazing, incredible. The mechanic loops of like finding materials, uh, building. The way that you need to progress to get the materials is also really good. The combat is like Dark Souls Light too, which is like it's it's, it's a it's a typical hack and slash. I wouldn't say Dark Souls. Well, it's not because no, of the parry mechanics and everything. You know, like you really do have to like manage your stamina, and and like parry block perfectly so that you can do the damage that you want to do. You know, like it's it's like it, Dark Souls it, Light. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair to say. Yeah. And then even. Uh, the main thing with your a lot of the stuff was around which I've not really ever seen in a game too well not ever but I've not seen in games a lot of games I haven't seen this is uh, your food so oh, yeah. food your food source is your lifeline your your base health it will always be twenty five and most things will kill you at they'll do twenty five damage to you yeah at least most so things will fuck you have, up. you have to constantly keep your health up. And the stronger, the better food you have, the stronger you are. Mm -hmm. And you constantly have to keep that going. It, which makes the game super unique in that way is that, like, a lot of your survival, it depends on you pushing a little bit further and further and further. Every single time. Because because you start out in, like, the meadows, which is, like, this really nice, cozy area. But in order to progress into the game, you have to venture into the hardest bits. And in order to progress, you have to prepare and in order to prepare better, you kind of have to like naturally, there's a lot of growth that happens organically, you know, in the game, which is like the best way to reward the player. The player doesn't get punished for exploring or it doesn't get punished for not eating. It just doesn't get the buffs that it needs to keep going unless you start engaging with the mechanics in the game. And that's when the game gets really fucking fun. 
when you like really start saying like, oh, if I eat this, I'll get way more health than if I don't. Let me make more of that. And then when you go mine that, you suddenly find yourself finding 700 other things that you can do. And you're like, oh, fuck, th this is amazing. And then you start well, you learning know, gradually. You know, you know where it starts at is like um, your stamina. So you need yeah. stamina to do certain things. So you're like, okay, I don't want to build a house. So you go to cut down a tree. You run out of stamina really quickly and you can't. You're like, well, this is taking me forever. But then you slowly realize, like, if I eat something, it's going to expand that out. Yep. So your health and your stamina is linked together, depending on what foods you have. So more health you have, more stamina you have to expend. Yep. So you're like, oh, this is what the key is. So progressively, I want to get stronger. I want to, if you want, the more you want to do, and you're like, God, this is taking forever, and I want to do this quickly it's going to make you venture out more the more like, Oh, if I killed this, it's going to, I can make a stew yep. and this, stew, I can make this. And then you slowly, you slowly get into a loop of combat and the reward is food. And then you keep going and going and going. And the more, just simply the more you play, the more you learn. And it's so satisfying. And if you like us, if you're, if you like us have like a bunch of friends, you can rent out a server for like 10 bucks a month. And then you guys all have access to that server 24 seven. And that has been the best decision that I've made. And that's been incredible. To yeah, play with the Discord guy, it's super fun. Super fucking... In fact, uh, Brian, put a video here of what happened last night while we were playing Valheim. Oh, yeah. There's two of them in that there. That is the shaman. Yeah, there's two of them in there. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know you were going to fire at it right now. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Everyone needs to back up because oh, no. back up, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh no. Attracted <laughs> all of them. Oh no, shit. Target. I'm sorry. Sage. Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> all they need your help. The troll's gonna be pretty dangerous. Oh, oh! Oh shit! What happened to you, Sage? I don't know. That's a one-star fueling. Karma. That's what we're talking about. This is why you don't fire on him. <laughs> you got too confident. Oh, even All right. Ethan's also Everyone dead. retreat. Yeah, Everyone Ethan's retreat. Also dead. Absolutely run away. I'm coming God back. Damn it. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, I didn't know you were going to fire at him. Oh, dude, there's right so many. What the fuck? Brian, watch yeah. out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no I'm Jesus Christ. Retreat. Yeah. Everyone get, yeah, everyone get. Let's get the run. fuck out of here. This sword art or a line all of <laughs> I'll fire at them as they're coming. Thanks. Just keep I'll, going. I'll distract them now. Shit. <clears throat> now that I'm Dude, if you it, have I'm a sword, if you have a, like, don't try to, yeah, just get out of here. They will oh my god, there's a, no. there's a Deskito, yeah, I think, that's coming for me. Oh my god. No, the Deskito's coming for me. Where is no. it? Oh, he's like, he's, yeah, he's coming after Hannah, I think. And there's uh, another one. There's oh. another one. Sage, you really fucked us here, man. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. You really shagged it up. <laughs> I see that. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, we were doing good. <laughs> Hannah's dead. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> we're getting picked up one by one. <laughs> you guys are doing so good. God damn, dude. It don't... Oh, no, there's another mosquito. <laughs> Dude, it's a grave. There's just graves everywhere around me. <laughs> oh no! They Jeez, don't know why you're running course. back. I don't know why you're running back right now. <laughs> he is naked running. He's corpse God running. Damn. Back. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the group. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
So it's it's super fun. I really like Valheim. I really hope like I've seen the roadmap. So me and a couple of the other people in the Discord server went off to the edge of the map and we fell off it. <laughs> we just fucking fell off the edge of the map and uh, lost all our shit. But we did find two biomes that are still underdeveloped or under development that are going to be added into the game. And it's just like such a cool experience to like see the game being developed. Iron Gate is doing a fantastic job. It's like genuinely one of the best games that I've played in like. Oh, I, I got to tell you, yeah. um, we, we did get attacked by Sterling today. Oh, yeah. At the, at the, at the base? Yeah, at the base, we like I was like making a little garden, and then like a fl fireball came out and just hit me in the back of the head, and I'm like, "What? What was that?" And then I look behind him, and there's like twenty of them running around, and I'm like, "This is the most chaotic thing ever." <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, man, it's Valheim is fantastic. I absolutely love it. In fact, it's it's to the point where like I really want to like start streaming it, but it's like such a casual game to stream. And, like, the game happens in, like, big bursts. Like, you have, like, a week of prepping where you're, like, just mining resources. And then you have, like, one day where you kill everything in sight. That's also another good thing about the game is, like, the loop of it. There is, like, so it's not just a basic sandbox. There's actual bosses. So there's five bosses. And it, it, there's, at a certain point, the first first boss super easy to kill. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, like, a day of prepping. The second boss, um, you know, like, a little bit of prepping, maybe three or four days. This uh, third boss is when it gets there's like we're there's prepping for like a week. gradual heal where it's like okay there, this is like a learning curve there's like I'm gonna actually have to know this biome and also they're all in different biomes and they all have unique powers so you kill one boss you take it to a the starting point where you started you can mm -hmm. get a, a certain power point so it, it keeps you pushing it pushes you to fight go and fight these bosses because you want the, the powers to to progress because they're definitely gonna help in the, uh, the long run right yeah and, and that's totally it like it's the gameplay loop is so good because of that because you get to learn your limits really quickly you know and then you're like oh fuck i gotta get better at that and the game never punishes you for, for exploring like you can always go get your stuff back it's not like minecraft you know we're like or building either it doesn't punish you for like placing something you can just like if i if you like you messed up the place you're like crap yeah. well you can just, obviously you can just destroy it and then re replace it back again, and you're like, oh, okay, sick. I so you can move stuff around too. Yeah, you don't lose like you don't need resources to fix your shit. You don't do resources to rebuild something that you like destroyed because you get all your resources back, which is like the unique thing about a lot of the like the sandbox games like that because every sandbox game like Rust is really unforgiving. Valheim is actually really forgiving, but it's also really difficult to get into because. It's a lot of information. It can get overwhelming. But if you follow, like, just the natural progression of the game for you, it is, like, one of the most satisfying experiences I've had in a sandbox. And I just don't like sandboxes. And I, like, love Valheim. I like... You know what? The best way... This is how good the game was made, is you can learn a general, a genuinely a lot of stuff about the game by just trying to build a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really can. Just go out and try to build a house and you will learn so much. You're like, oh, I need this and this and this. And this is how you do this. And this like, oh, I'm in this forest. And then, oh, I see something. Just that small thing because the mechanics of building a house is um, very 
wide that yeah. you have a lot of you can expand out so it's going to make you ex want to expand out more and it's going to get you involved with exploring out more in the game and such. everything that you need to build a house is something that you have to go out and get so like you always have to venture at some point you have to venture back out um and it's man it's just so good it is so good. i cannot celebrate it enough how ingenious some of those gameplay mechanics are and like how much fun i've been having with it. I mean, my girlfriend and I put, my girlfriend's got like 70 hours in it. And I got like 60 hours in it. <laughs> we started playing like two, I, two weeks ago. Damn. If you have that many hours, I wonder how many hours I have. I at least had to have like 80 or 90 hours into it now. Yeah. Cause you said you were the first one that started playing with us. You started, you're the one that got us into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's a great yeah, game. Like, get a server, get a server. If you haven't yeah, played it, get a server. Pick it up and then try it out. See if you like it. But I would highly recommend like playing with some friends before you give up on it. Yeah. Like play with a group of people. Actually, you know what? Play with us. I, yeah. If you guys are in, interested in playing it, join the Discord. We have a big group of people. We're more than welcome to have you guys come on and make a house, and then we'll take you out. We'll show. We can show you the ropes. Show you how to play, and then we can show you how to do it. Like a pretty much an expedition, like we did last night, yeah. where we killed uh, the third boss, and then we went into the most dangerous area that we could, and then. <laughs> We had that was such a time, and uh, you we probably you probably already put the clip in, but yeah. damn, that was crazy. <laughs> put it again. Put that flaming arrow again that just chashed us yeah. all. <laughs> oh, they just killed us all. Bro. <laughs> it just took one one slip off for there just to be chaos. Complete. <laughs> we did so well. We were like still team six, and then we just got turned into just like, retreat. Yeah, like, just fucking chickens. We turned into chickens with our heads cut off trying to run. Yeah, yeah we went scatter, yeah. scatter. And the crazy thing about the game is that it still has so much more room to grow because the developers are actively working on it. And it's such a small studio. It's just uh, delicious. And I, I want to... I like it so much that I want to email the developers and just be like, can we please, like, we're a small channel, but, like, give us something. Like, what can we do? <laughs> Because yeah. like I just wanna I just wanna absorb more of the game. It's really fucking good. This is definitely gonna be like one of the next big games. Yeah, absolutely. I think it already yeah. is, honestly. The and it's like just started. Has yeah, the game is an alpha, but the game has such good bones mm -hmm. that they could have released the, just this game and I'm like, yeah, this is the finished game. Yeah, yeah, no, like, it generally feels yeah. like good. Like it's crazy. And it's also the game is super low poly, which is it makes it easy to run. But the game looks incredible. I don't know how they really... They did a lot of lighting effects with it. But there's certain areas when you're in like the Black Forest yeah. where the sun will hit right and there's fog and mist. And it just looks stunningly beautiful. And I'm like, Jesus, this game looks like a, two, a PS2 game at some some points. But then there's like there's these incredible moments where you're like, wow, I forget that I'm playing this. And it, and it works really well because you need a low poly for all this stuff to be happening. Yeah. But they use certain lighting effects to make it almost look like a double a game. Yeah. Just, ma just make it look like really stunning. It's particle effects. It's lighting effects. It's like, it's like dy every, the dynamic quality of the world, like all the systems that go into the dynamicness of it, like the physics engine. Like if you hit a tree and it falls into something else, like it will do damage to it. It's just. Also the world is stupidly massive. Oh yeah. It's so big. It the one of the biggest like sandboxes ever played it there's so much there's so much room to explore mm -hmm. that like you just go off in one direction and be fine and, unless you fall off the world like brian did the other <laughs> night um don't do that yeah, um, don't do that it's about time. Massive, 
game is actually meant for you to explore all of it. It's almost overwhelming at first. Yeah. But then you slowly, it's a slow burn if you let it be a slow burn. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the best way to play it. Like, you really have to slow down and then, like, learn the basics and then go out and explore at your own pace. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. I mean, have a good time. Yeah. Build your house, build a little garden, experiment. There's so much, it's so diverse on like the building materials and stuff that you can do in crazy builds. Like I've, I've, I've been like really into watching people build buildings yeah. and they're insane. I'm like, how do you guys even figure out how to do that? It's, it's cause there's just so diverse in like all the materials that you can use. It's, yeah, you guys have really gotten into building circles lately, like circle houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I, it's a little complex, but not overly complex. But you can make some really, really interesting designs. I mean, you could just go in there, like Kazari, like he made his house just like, just randomly, he was just throwing stuff together and it looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, it is, it is a phenomenal game. I give all the props to Iron Gate for making something like so fun, so collaborative. Like, it, every so often, there's a game that, like, really catches me and just goes, like, hey, you're going to be playing this for, like, the next six months. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> and Vaughn yeah, is it, man. And then they had, like, they also have, like, a... Ethan was posing in the Discord yesterday. They the, like, they just had, like, a roadmap out. And I'm like, geez, they're going to add more stuff into this game. And I... Because I, I genuinely forget that this is an alpha game. Yeah, me too. Because and I'm like, I'm like, if you add any more, it is going to be like almost like a perfect game. Absolutely, it's, it's so going to be good. a ten out of 10. ten. It's already like an eight out of ten for me. Yeah, I'm the next really. Gonna be good. We but, we love it. We're gonna upload. I'm gonna put some clips here just because that's <laughs> so much yeah. fun. Um, you should do like a montage at the the end of the the thing. Of like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but damn, dude, I want to go play some more Valheim. Yeah, so we're going to wrap it up. Let's go. Wrap up, yeah. yeah. Me, this, is, go this is how good the game is. I have spent hours on the game with Crockett, like six hours on the game with Crockett. We go to do a show or we go to do something, and then we go back and then we spend another six hours playing together. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a great game. It's a great game. I yeah. like my last, The last two weekends I've had, just all Valheim. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had anything else. Adriana's at this point probably going like, man, I gotta get rid of that fucking. Dude, game. I, it's a level I'm at. Uh, I'm in the game. I was showing her the the portal hub I made last night. Yeah. I was like, babe, check this out. Look at it. Look, like I made. The, <laughs> like, like I know in my the back of my mind, I'm like, she doesn't care. This is, I probably look just so. I look like a child <laughs> showing a macaroni drawing, and she's gonna put it on the fridge for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't even care because I I just spent I spent. Like seven hours making this, so I'm, <laughs> I'm proud of it. So look at it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's adorable. I, yeah, I, love that. I I completely lost it. I'm, I'm a straight crackhead right now for the game, but I really want to go play it. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for coming down. We do appreciate it. Um, it's Brian. Where can they find you at? They can find me at Twitter at Brian Archilla, and then on Twitch at Brian Browning. Guys, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Twitter at. Uh, cyber underscore calamity and you follow me on twitch at cyber calamity actually here if you're watching the live show you can just give you the follow if you like it so guys if you like the show give us a like if you dislike give us a dislike um also the drunken ship has a uh, twitter i don't know if you guys know it we're going to be announcing the giveaway for the six dollar game card steam card there mm-hmm. um so be on the lookout we'll probably already have it announced by the time this show goes yeah up. i'm, I'm going to try to get that done and by then, the time this releases also, uh, right before we leave, I do want to say next week's show is episode 50. 
and we have something very special planned for you guys. So you definitely want to check that show out uh, next week, uh, next Tuesday. So you definitely don't want to miss that. I Hell promise yeah. you, you're going to be blown away with that show. Um, but other than that, guys, thank you so much for coming down. We do appreciate you, and we'll see you on the next one. So, Cheers. Take, take it care. easy, guys.